So welcome to episode nine of season three, everyone. If you've just joined us, this is Maria and I'm at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. And I'm joined by the lovely Robin of a tired witch on Instagram. Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> If this is your first week listening to us, every single week we talk about upcoming lunar phases and how we can use them in our personal practice. As a reminder, this is not um, in reflection to your own personal sun sign and how the, this could like work for your chart. This is simply how we can use it magically. <laughs> Uh, So that being said, on May 30th, we have the new moon in Gemini. And this particular new moon um, is going to take kind of that intention setting that we often see with new moons. And we're going to put it into a perspective of not just writing out intentions uh, (laughs) and then never doing them. (laughs) You mean we have to follow through? Well, it's not that we have to, but the new moon in Gemini specifically does less talking, more actually doing, (laughs) Uh, which I think is kind of nice. It is bringing us this like active energy in the mental realm of things. And so when we're looking at spell work that deals with the new moon's intention setting, we're going to be looking at kind of tackling energies of restlessness, impatience, and really just kind of kicking ourselves in the ass to actually follow through with whatever it is that we, you know, have perhaps been manifesting. I really wanted to to put that word in there because I felt like it was very appropriate for this uh, new moon. It feels very new agey, the new moon in Gemini. Um if that makes sense. And I think that that is the kind of energy that we're going to be bringing into this, I don't know, this, this lunar phase. (sighs) Greetings. Hello, fellow light worker. (laughs) I also like, I really, for like new moons of Gemini, like setting intentions for like communication and, you know, for good communication, (laughs) especially now with Mercury retrograde. Like I feel like you could kind of fight it a little bit with the Mm -hmm. Gemini sign. Yeah. Um, That being said, the Mercury retrograde does not end until the third. Maria and I had to look it up because we weren't sure. (laughs) Well, when I say we weren't sure, she was right. I was wrong. Um, I thought it ended the second. (laughs) So what Robin is saying is I am now the Supreme. So everyone down I, to to, me. I actually will die now because that's how this works <laughs> it's very sad if you if we could all just rest in peace me that would be great um <laughs> <laughs> you will be missed i'm just kidding please stay <laughs> uh and the other thing with the new in gemini before i forget because i did forget and I move past it and we're circling back is that when we are looking at the new moons in Gemini, this is also a really good time to focus on grounding yourself. Um, if you aren't somebody who practices grounding techniques after every single spell or ritual that you do, and you're somebody who maybe follows lunar cycles for grounding or similar, this is a really good time to do that. Uh, with the, you mm-hmm. know, we've talked about it before the several different types of grounding It could be as simple as getting some apple cider vinegar and pouring it over your body in the shower, or it could be a far more complex grounded meditation. That is, of course, up to you. Uh, But yeah, recenter yourself and whatever 
intentions you set follow through. I, I really do feel like the Gemini new moon brings a real new age spiritualism energy. I, I don't know how else to describe that. <laughs> well, I'm here for it. It sounds very 90s. We love the it 90s. It feels 90s, but not just that. <laughs> it feels like really, really rich lady like specifically white women, r- rich white women in the 90s. That's the energy that this new moon is bringing. And <laughs> I just feel like I have no other way of describing that. So hopefully you know what I'm talking about. So if you just started listening to us, every podcast, we talk about a tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. This is so hearing other people's um, opinions helps beginners form their own opinions or even those who are practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. And I promise I can talk today. But anyway, <laughs> she's lying, guys. <laughs> That's Do not true. believe her. Look, I, as I was telling Robin earlier, I'm going on day three without coffee. Bear with me. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so this week we're going to talk about the Nine of Swords. On the Rider Waite Smith version of this card, you'll see a figure lying in a bed crying. Well, not lying in a bed, but like sitting up crying. And there are nine swords above them and the room they are in is dark. And if you look closely at the quilt they are covered in, you'll see zodiac symbols as well as roses. And if you look closely at the bed frame, you will see an engraving. Some people say it looks like figures are fighting, but to me, Mm -hmm. the scene looks oddly familiar. It kind of looks like the four of cups, but someone is coming and stealing the cup away. But that's just Mm -hmm. a personal take and a personal opinion. Like, maybe tell us what a... Tell us what you think. But uh, the universal keywords of this card are anxiety, distress, and hopelessness. And so when this card pops up for readings for myself and clients, it definitely lives up to its name, the nightmare card. We are usually suffering from sleepless nights, from anxiety and stress. We are envisioning like worst case scenarios. We are absolute wrecks. You know, our thoughts are weighing heavily on us and we're... And it just is impact, impacting our lives at night, but also it's impacting it during daylight hours as well. While we are up and moving, we still we are still that figure in the bed dealing with all those tough emotions. Mm-hmm. The thing about this card is that it is a minor arcana and nighttime is depicted on the card. The minor arcana are footnotes in our lives. They are part of our normal everyday ebbs and flows and Mm -hmm. the night can't last forever the day will eventually creep in and when this card pops up for you you may be like in the thick of it like you feel like it isn't going to end but it will this is you know this doesn't mean that we need to pretend that it isn't happening um we have to go through it to get through it basically and shoving down cards like this one and the five of cups is just not helpful it will just prolong the period and putting on a brave face while admirable. You've still got to allow yourself to have some time so you can feel to heal. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, if you have anxiety like I do or have anything that gives you super low lows that feel Mm -hmm. never ending, you may need to get help in order to get out of this nine of swords theme. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, seeking help from doctors, therapists, or trusted confidants Mm -hmm. doing anything in order to heal and to take care of yourself to, you know, find that light at the tu- at the end of the tunnel is important. So don't feel like you have to soldier through it alone. So how do you view this card, Robin, dear? 
this card to me, I know that we kind of put it in the nightmare category. And I think that there's a lot of like obvious reasons why that would be. Mm -hmm. Um, But I actually view this card one step further sometimes. It Mm -hmm. depends, of course, on the context. But I see this as a PTSD card. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a card that, in my experience, suggests that the anxiety, the fears, the nightmare, trauma, whatever you want to call it, um, stems from real life scenarios. Those scenarios, whoever just might not be putting you in danger at this time. It's very mm-hmm. similar to the moon card, but unlike the moon where we are seeing shadows in the night, these shadows stem from real life past events. Mm-hmm. If you actually, if you look at the card itself, the swords are there. They're on mm-hmm. the wall. Like the the danger is actually real and and present, right? It's just not maybe something that we are physically, like, in the way of in terms of like actually being in in, in harm's way. Mm-hmm. And so I see it as kind of a PTSD or trauma card where you know your feelings on this are valid and they stem from real life scenarios or instances that you have lived through, but. Just because that has happened doesn't mean that those feelings um, are, uh, I want to say relevant, but that's the wrong word, aren't transpire, transpiring at that mm-hmm. exact moment as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's how I see it. So, for example, let's say you're in a relationship and you get triggered by something your new partner is doing because of something that your old partner had done to you. Mm-hmm. And the new trigger might not be actually like necessarily a bad thing, something that is toxic or ill-intended, but it has triggered a response based off of real life experiences that you have had um, in your past. And so mm-hmm. to me, it is that kind of self-reflective moment of hey our feelings here are super valid but is it necessarily rooted in present reality Mm -hmm. for the situation that we're living in yeah i like your thoughts thank you it's come up for me a couple of times like that too so i can i can see that of course it it often depends on the context and like Mm -hmm. you know i i I do definitely agree with everything that you've said Mm -hmm. i just typically see it taking it that one step further and it oh you know sometimes it worries me (laughs) yeah um i do i did forget to mention like you on the blanket you see the roses and the um zodiac signs like if you look at anywhere else on the card it's like this card is pretty like doom and gloom but the like Mm -hmm. i don't know the quilt looks comforting and especially you know like i think with the zodiac symbols and Mm -hmm. um the roses it's kind of letting you know that even though you might not feel safe you are safe does that Mm -hmm. make sense and that totally does yeah. yeah and that the universe or you know whoever's watching over you is on your side and you know roses grow from dirt and we you know and through our experiences even bad experiences we learn to protect ourselves and to grow into like the beautiful creatures that we are and we thrive in our own way from our experiences both good and bad yeah does that make sense it does thanks (laughs) (laughs) Look at us, just two big brain gals. Oh, so big brain. (laughs) 
So this week we thought we'd do something different. We usually we, you know, talk about a main topic and we discuss it, but we figured this week we'll just go talk about like what we've been doing and what we've been yeah. up to within our practices and maybe even not on our practices. But <laughs> so what have you been up to? I I've been doing a lot of things actually. I know that if you anyone listening who has mm-hmm. been in the who is who is in the Patreon Discord, we have been talking a lot about death work lately and we just finished up the death work series and actually Sunday so two days after this episode comes out, we're going to be doing a Discord hangout where we're going to talk about the series and people are going to ask questions. And I think that's going to be really fun. Um, but I have been kind of exploring a little bit more that, I don't know, that self aspect within myself. I mm-hmm. think that it's been it's been good for me because even though I do work with death as an energy and spirits magically, et cetera, et cetera. Um, like kind of getting down to how to put these things into words for other people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Has been a really good self exploration for me on my own relationship when it comes to my own practice. Mm-hmm. And it's been having me go, well, why do I do that thing? <laughs> you know what I mean? And oh, having yeah, to like, take it a step further and kind of explore that a little bit more because I I don't know, at least maybe I'm the only one who does this. Maybe you'll agree with me, but when you kind of get into a practice that you've been doing concretely for a really long time, sometimes we forget the reasons that we started doing things that work for us, whether it's because we were trying something or someone told us or we read it somewhere or freaking whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's kind of been forcing me to reevaluate like why I do these things and where did I learn that from, et cetera. And it's actually had me reconsider a few things, which has been very interesting for me. That is interesting. Yeah. What about you? So like, I don't know, to be perfectly honest, I've been like (laughs) going through that nine of swords energy myself. Like I've been getting, going through it to get through it lately, you know, with the state of the world, like on top of Mm -hmm. my health and other personal struggles i've been like a poster child of shadow work lately it -hmm. just all feels so heavy right now and i think you know many people are feeling it too due to so much going on so i know i am far from alone and want others to you know to know it's okay to feel that way too and i think it's Mm -hmm. important to talk about especially since you know so many of us were raised being taught showing and sharing our emotions is a selfish act which it's not mm. it's hard but you know it's been hard but i've been doing things to take care of myself and using my practice has definitely been a big part of that i've been mm. doing like small things that have that make me happy and like this year my wife and I have made it a point to brave the heat and the bugs and the pollen and go to like different spots every weekend to get into nature, which has been so amazing. And honestly, I look forward to it every week. I realize that when I'm really in my feelings during the week, I want to run back to those spots or, you know, for it to be the weekend, which honestly makes it feel so much worse. Like if I'm really upset, I'm like, I just want to get out of here. But, you know, because it's during the week, 99% of the time that's impossible because of our schedules um, Mm -hmm. and those spots being so far away. But 
So with some problem solving, I finally used some of my spoons to clear off like my small porch. And it's honestly became like my weekday safe haven. And we even put like a small outdoor fan out there to combat the heat and the bugs. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's just been the best use of the spoons that I have given Aww. in like a long time, even though it laid me up the next day. Porch? Huh? Do you have a screened in porch no. or did I imagine that? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Now I imagined it. (laughs) (laughs) No, just a porch porch. But like getting out there has like really put me in a better headspace. And I've been journaling again, prioritizing reading during the week and spending, you know, spending that quality time in nature. And my body and spirit were, you know, my body and spirit were telling me I needed to do this. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, I really, I'm really glad that I listened that's yeah. good. Yeah. I know that for us, like in our house, um, I've been trying to unplug a lot more as well and like reading more and just doing things that I think it's been really good, like mm-hmm. for my mental health, even like practice totally aside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing that too, like putting, turning off my phone or having my wife take my phone, run off with it and put it somewhere. <laughs> I put on um, focus. See, Have you seen that? I just turn that shit off. <laughs> well, yeah, I put on focus because, like, um, my husband cycles. He's a cyclist. Mm-hmm. And he is a man. What is that called? A mammal? A middle-aged man in Lycra? What? Um, have you ever heard of that? No. Yeah, he's like fully like 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 the lycra cyclist. He's he shaves his legs like it's a whole thing. <laughs> anyway, um, or was there? Oh, so he'll go out on these really really long rides like for like mm-hmm. four or five hours at a time, mm-hmm. and we live in an area where people like think it's funny to like scare cyclists and like what right yeah he there's been multiple occasions where he'll be riding and he can like reach out and touch the car next to him because they're that close to him (gasps) that's Um, terrifying yeah so it makes me really anxious so i will not (laughs) turn my phone off no um because like he we we have like a an agreement with each other Mm -hmm. um that if he like i need to know where he's gonna be Mm-hmm. Like he'll leave his little bike path on the computer. Mm-hmm. And if he's not back by a certain time or has updated me by a certain time, then I am legally entitled to worry and go look for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there have been a few instances where I've like had to do that and he's been fine. It was just like something else had happened that, you know, kept him. Yeah. You know, from, yeah. But yeah, I won't turn on my phone for that reason because it makes me too anxious. Um, So I've had to put like the focus settings on. And when Mm -hmm. when I tell you guys, if you don't already use focus and you think that you might have an addiction to your phone, you should do it. Because it like cut my hours on my phone in half. (laughs) See, I'm like so bad. But uh, like having my wife take my phone or just like setting it somewhere and be like, you are not touching it. That's... (sighs) That's what's worked for me. Um, That's awesome, though. Yeah. Especially, um, it's been very, like, on my mind uh, this month. And I think that's part of the reason why, like, I'm having such a rough time. I just think social media has gone to absolute crap. And, Mm -hmm. 
and it just does not help anymore whatsoever <laughs> if that yeah. makes sense so yeah. taking that much needed time to go journal and do something for myself else? has yeah <laughs> anything else because <laughs> you know um like we talk all the time about how social media has changed especially like instagram and stuff like that and i feel like as a photographer and as an artist who my main medium is sharing photography you know that's not really being prioritized anymore for social Mm -hmm. media so it just i don't know it's been really hard to like come to terms with Yeah, yeah it's been rough yeah um yeah i think that's really I think a lot of people can relate to that, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, journaling, still creating, trying to do it for me. I hate making videos. I know that that... <laughs> I like... No, let me rephrase. I like making YouTube videos, the mm-hmm. longer format ones, where I'm, like, talking or giving an instructional, and, like, I can take as long as I want. It can be five minutes. It can be 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's entirely up to me and how long I want to make it, right? Mm-hmm. That's all good. I cannot stand short. I hate making short format. I hate mm-hmm. it. It's not fun. Like, I I hate feeling like I'm on this, like, time crunch. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To, like, get everything out. And I, quite frankly, do not think that there is anything that I have to say <laughs> that is more valuable in, like, a video. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, no. I, like, I cannot get in front of a video, so... Or, like, I don't know. I'd rather just type it out. Like, that's why I usually put words and stuff on my videos. Um, Which is crazy, because you're literally so pretty. I don't even know why. <laughs> you're so you, sweet. I just don't, it's I don't true. speak well. And yes, it, it's just, you're it's, literally a podcast host, you <laughs> It's just not my cup of tea. Like, I'd rather be <laughs> behind the camera than in front of the camera. Well, and but, like, I think that's my, my biggest stress has been that informational videos that I make Mm -hmm. the little short ones like here's how to do this spell try these things with tarot freaking whatever nobody sees them Mm -hmm. but then like I make a stupid video that's like funny or whatever where I'm just like making a joke and then it like does well and I'm just like what am I comedian now I know that's exactly how I feel like that's not authentic to me I like sharing information and like like I do love pretty things and I like setting up a pretty video and you know sharing information that way um (laughs) but uh, sorry no no you're fine my my husband just sent me a picture of him crying um because he's watching bluey and it made him sad (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he's going to cut that out. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, where was I going with this? Oh, right. I don't, I don't enjoy, like, I know that's not, it's not true. I do enjoy making funny videos, like, because mm-hmm. I like humor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that humor is nice and fun. But mm-hmm. that is, having to always make funny videos, to me, feels like it's straying so far away from like what i like actually give a shit about (laughs) Mm -hmm. no i completely agree um it's just you know that's how like apparently we have to stay relevant nowadays instead of like doing what we love which is sharing and giving information and it just um, makes me a little sad and frustrated and i don't want to like because i don't want to be inauthentic i yeah i want to stay authentic like i can be funny sometimes but (laughs) 
<laughs> just I don't want my whole platform to be funny videos in order to be um, yeah. relevant. And, yeah. Oh no, it just it kind of sucks. Yeah. It does. And I do think that both of us having that sort of internal recognition um, to be able to unplug and like just focus on things that actually matters to us is yeah. important. I, and continuing I, to be authentic. Because um, I do think ourselves. that it is uh, some a trap that a lot of people fall down, that they're just chasing the like, the, the you know, the, the, the likes. They're chasing mm-hmm. them. That for me, at least... Um, I've just stopped looking at likes. <laughs> I, I turned mine off. <laughs> I just don't look at them anymore. I don't think I turn mine off. I literally just don't look at it anymore. Oh, um, either people off. vibe with my shit or they don't. Like, And I'm just done trying to, I don't know, I guess pander to that. Yeah. And just do what I want to do. And the reason I started all of this in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Like... Oh no, it's just been really hard. And hopefully one day there'll be a platform for us to be seen again. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> for being authentic. I mean, we try to get people okay. on, on um what was it? Vero? Vero? It did not work out. No. It did not work out. Which is fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But goodness, we are doing our best, guys, and we're still trying to remain authentic I'm for not you doing and my share best. information. Um, I'm actually doing my worst. Um, I'm actually, this is pure evil. This is evil Robin. And evil I'm actually Robin. going out of my way to do my worst. Um, <laughs> very educated, absolutely unbearable, one out of five stars. Um, <laughs> my favorite. It's so funny. So good. It's so, so funny to me. Like, it's so funny to me. Um, <laughs> I wish that we knew someone who had, like, the Mr. Movie Phone voice and, like, doing that oh, at, like, the end. This podcast gets one star. That would be so funny. <laughs> I wonder if there's, like, a bot for it. Um, oh, my gosh. I'm going to look that up. Oh, speaking of looking things up, since we're just kind of, like, doing a check-in episode. Mm-hmm. There have been a few requests from people about having transcripts made of the podcast, and I have been working on it, and I'm hoping to have transcripts, like, of the backlogged episodes, because I'm going to do those before I start doing new ones at all. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to have that done in completion by, like, the end of July. That's my goal. I found a service for it. It's a bit tricky and there's a lot of like manual stuff that has to happen. Goodness gracious. Um, But I did find it and I am working on it. And so if you are somebody or you know somebody who had requested transcripts for hard of hearing, I am actively working on it. Uh, I, I like did a request on Twitter about it and asked for like help. And then I got a bunch of freaking like those bot commenters. It's like for $2 a minute of listening time, <laughs> I will transcribe your podcast. And I was like, what do I look like? Do I look like daddy Warbucks? Like, oh yeah, here's two grand. <laughs> oh, I mean, I know it's a valid job. Control. I know it's a valid job, but it's like, those weren't real people. They were bots. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We know about those all too well. (laughs) Truly. It was just one of those things where I was like, okay, 
all right, thank you. <laughs> or like I posted something about buying a commission piece for a profile picture. Mm-hmm. And I got like literally nine comments that were bot comments that were <sighs> like, you know, I'd love to do a piece for you. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Can Stop. I live? <laughs> Can I live? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. So Good afternoon, fellow light workers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I did explain that joke to somebody the other day. The fellow light worker joke. Um, oh, like, is, has that moment passed? No one uses it anymore? Nobody uses it anymore, but I do. Apparently, I'm the only <laughs> one who still uses it. Now Robin's going to start using it unironically. Like, I use it. I use it as like a, like, like I just did now, where it was like relevant to the conversation. And I said it as like a passing thing. And they were like, what, what is that? I was like, what do you mean? What is that? They're like, why are you saying that? I was like, well... <laughs> <laughs> it was only a year ago guys like <laughs> it wasn't that long ago it please. wasn't that long ago but look at how much has changed within a year it's crazy i know the scammer thing is out of control too. out of control i've gotten like 20 emails from people talking about scammers <laughs> i was like there's I, nothing i can do guys <laughs> i get still get like 20 messages a day about scammers and i'm like i don't know what else i can do for these people i've just stopped responding to them and i know that that's maybe mean but simultaneously i've done everything i can mm-hmm. like i've made post after post after post i've got a highlight reel it says that tired which is my only account in my bio when you go through to freaking go to any of my other links it says it a big bold paragraph if you've made it this far this is my only account i will never do that you know what i mean yeah 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 i just don't know what else i can do at this point and i don't know it's crazy my big thing is i pay for an entire fucking website yeah i pay for a website like why would I then be like, mm, I know I pay a monthly for this website, but I think I'm going to DM people. <laughs> oh, but have you been up to anything else? Not really. I mean, we've got, you know, our life transitioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's been a bit of something. I actually did a poll with the Discord. Not a poll. That's a uh, misrepresentation. I did a, <laughs> I asked for advice and then I got advice in our discord about if I should bring my cauldron or not, um, in our, in, in, in my immediate belongings with our move stuff going on. They all said I should. So they they said said I should. should. Yeah. I'm just worried about like the weight of it. Yeah. But we get like crazy, like suitcase weight. So I don't know. I don't know. My husband says I can do whatever I want, but I also (laughs) feel like, He's just desensitized to all my crazy requests at this point. That sure, you know, whatever, yeah, just whatever. It. It's fine. <laughs> he just doesn't fight with me about anything that I want. And he's just like, why not? Here you go. Oh, perfect marriage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I will never ever leave him because I know that I will never strike gold twice like this. <laughs> I can do whatever I want, and he's like, as long as you're happy, babe. Gold gold star to frank yeah. <laughs> a plus editor a plus husband we love them a lot yes we do wow <laughs> we love them a lot <laughs> oh my gosh well do you have anything else that's going on with you that you want to talk about um 
I guess like I've been digging more into working with like local plants, like learning the lore, medical uses, and like where to find them. She's obsessed, guys. I'm obsessed. This is her new black and gold deck. <laughs> maybe, maybe adding too many <laughs> books to my collection. Like I, I, I have like two more coming in, but like. Are they all it's, on local plants or just plants in general? On local plants, actually. I've been really? Finding, like, yeah, I've been finding a bunch of them. Like, I'm just looking for, like, southeastern stuff. Um, but I will I've been say so much. that your plant stuff has inspired me to look up plants that are local to our area when we move. Um, oh, so that way I'm I can so plant jealous. You're going to be, like, plants. in the best area. <laughs> well, I am only doing the best things ever at all times so that makes sense (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah you've inspired me so i've been like doing research on like local flora and fauna it's fun and it's like i don't know just like adding those type of ingredients to spell work is like i don't know it just makes it that much more special in my personal opinion um yeah makes it yeah it does it's like if you will yeah, you get your hands in the dirt and you be like, oh, I pulled that ingredient myself. I didn't have to go to the apothecary. And then, like, I feel like especially have when you I been pull, drying like, them too? Huh? Have you been drying them too? Yes. Dang. Yes, I, I know. Look at me. <laughs> but, uh, and then I always feel good about pulling, like, invasive plants that, mm-hmm. like, are non-native and being like, haha, I'm gonna use this as spell work and it'll stop hurting, you know, the local environment. <laughs> She's an environmentalist, guys. I we am. love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, like, mimosa plants, I don't know if you've heard about them. Um, I've heard of a mimosa. They are delicious. They are delicious. I <laughs> am not familiar with the plant, okay. however. Well, the plant is very pretty. Like, it has, like, a bunch of, like, little leaves and, like, these pink, like, poofs come out, like, I think in the next couple of months. I'm going to Google it. Um, but they're very pretty, but they're also very invasive and not native. Oh, it's <laughs> so. also called the shame plant. <laughs> I didn't so know it was called go. the shame plant. It's literally I, also I, called I the shame called plant. the silk tree. Because there's that too. Shame, shame, shame. Which is funny because you can use the flowers for like love spells and things like that. So really, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a bunch. <laughs> huh. This girl is a plant lore queen, guys. I'm getting there. I will learn everything. Hand me a book. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now, like when I go to bookstores, I just bypass the witchy witchy section now, head straight to the nature one. That's so funny, <laughs> and just sit on the floor and look at the books. But honestly, like right where I am right now in my practice, those books have been way more helpful in my practice. So, uh-huh. um, I've been loving it. It's like a whole like new thing to research until I can't research it anymore. Hmm. I love that. Yeah, Very jumped excited. from black to gold decks to learning everything about plants. She's got a problem, everyone. It's very, very <laughs> sad. Um, we're worried about her. Uh, for just five cents a day, you two can donate to <laughs> a Maria in your area. Yes, donate so she can take a class. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a class on addiction. <laughs> to further the addiction by (laughs) putting me in a herbal class that would be great (laughs) 
So, Maria, what's stirring? What is stirring? <laughs> Damn it. What's stirring it? Bitch, what's, what's stirring, stirring it? it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'll tell you what's stirring it. <laughs> so. I had no idea what segment we were on. I was just like, we're stirring something. <laughs> <laughs> Something's being stirred. That's all we know. <laughs> but, so... Lately, I've been really into witchy books that use writing to inspire rather than coming across as like an owner's manual. Like there's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with books that put out information for the sake of information, of course. Like they're definitely important, like more so important. But I also love reading about like other witches like experiences and how they practice and their personal experiences and like how they involve magic in their daily lives or even like Mm -hmm. reading about history in a way that isn't dry as hell like with Mm -hmm. a lot of books seem to do. Um, You know, there aren't that many out there, unfortunately. I like I wish that we had more books like that. And like on the last podcast, I recommended, you know, Spell in the Wild by Alice Tarbuck and I'm definitely like on search for more like it. I have found a few that I haven't read yet, so I can't recommend until I've read them, of course. But, you know, Mm -hmm. after reading so many informational books, I just want to I just want to be inspired now and to experience how other people practice, because, you know, I'm reading my herbal books. I'm doing all of this stuff. And I don't know. It's just something so magical about reading, like putting your feet in someone else's shoes for a little bit and reading how Mm -hmm. people. They involve magic in their daily lives. But yeah, I think we need more like witchy biographies or like a Mm -hmm. year in the life books. Like Mm -hmm. I need them. I need someone to put more out. Who's really good at writing. Please. (laughs) Could not be me. I'm illiterate. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You're literally an author. Literally. Uh, I don't know how to read. I'm so sorry. Um, (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) So, Robin, what is not stirring your cauldron this week? Thank you so much for asking. You're so welcome. (laughs) Um, This has actually been going on for me for a while. Um, I am sick and tired of watching people in our community Mm -hmm. take tragic events, uh, other people's pain, sorrow, grief, whatever that may be. Uh, You know, we've seen it with mass shootings. We've seen it with homicides. We've seen it with, you know, people losing their homes, etc. And then using it to sell books. Or sell tarot readings or fucking whatever. Stop taking other people's personal tragedies, like serious, serious issues, serious political issues, serious anything. Stop, stop taking these serious, egregious issues and then being like, you know what this is a good time for? We should sell my book with this or we should sell my tarot reading with this or we should fucking all pay money for a collective healing for this or whatever. It's disgusting. Oh, the like, collective I'm dis- healing thing. 
Well, I mean, the people who do the fucking astrology readings based off of stuff, like, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, it is gross. You are profiting on purpose, profiting off of disgusting, egregious situations, and it's not okay. Mm-mm. Like, it is not okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, I know that we've been talking about this sort of stuff on and off, I, at least privately for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, a huge reason why we did not record the other week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I don't understand how people can't fucking read the room. It's so gross to me. Like, it's actually so gross to me. And if yeah. you want, if you want to do things to help situations, instead of using it for clout or profit or whatever, you should be sharing information about how to contact your congressmen's, your governors, freaking local a fundraiser, fundraisers, etc., etc., etc. Like, uh, I don't know. It's very gross. I'm not going to get all like soapboxy and like tell people what to do on here do know that i know maria and i both have been sharing things about information on social media privately but people mm. it's just it's a witch's responsibility to be you know to like help others not like real you know like yes we can help ourselves but like not to that point where we're putting other people's i think people's tragedies and like using it for our benefit using that energy to our benefit like it's disgusting even non-magically even just Mm -hmm. like on a personal level it's absolutely deplorable and disgusting Mm -hmm. and i think that if you see someone doing that i don't give a shit who they are if they are a you know nobody you've ever heard of before in your life trying to sell a reading or a super huge name trying to sell I don't know a class a book a reading fucking whatever like those are red flags and you should seriously like evaluate that and how that makes you feel because it makes me feel very disgusted and gross (laughs) um yeah yucky I don't like it (laughs) it's very sticky it's very gross If you've just joined us this week, every single week we talk about creators that we are loving right now. This could be, I don't know, artists, bloggers, YouTubes, Instagrams, uh, authors, you name it. (laughs) Um, These are people that we are finding on our own, uh, organically. These are not sponsored ads. We just think you guys will vibe with them. So that being said, Maria, who are you digging this week? Okay, so... While I will not say the Instagram name, we will put it down in the little thingy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not um, a bad word. It's not a bad word. We just don't bad pronounce word. it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we do I do not know how to pronounce it. But the deck itself is called the Tarot a Tarot Volatile Deck. And um it's just so pretty and it's I'm trying to describe the images like um Oh no, it looks like a classic like classical art like that you would see over in Europe but with a modern twist um mm-hmm. and 
like they have in the main deck because I have the expansion too. like they have different cards that play up against each other. Like there's two eight of wands and one of the eight of wands has uh, like an eye in the sky and the wands pointing downwards. And the other eight of wands has a woman's head and Mm -hmm. the wands are coming out of her head, out of her head into the sky. And it's Mm -hmm. just like cards like that. And like there's like different devil cards and things like that especially if you get the expansion there's like four different types of devil cards Mm -hmm. um but it is a big deck like i cannot shuffle the entire thing um like not have been doing like the forward shuffle um so what i've been doing is uh cutting the deck into threes and just kind of putting my hand over them and seeing which deck i need to pull for a specific prompt and i'll shuffle that way Mm -hmm. um but it's it's it. such a beautiful deck and I highly recommend like looking it up and it is definitely not a black and gold deck so it isn't I looked it up I wanted it, and it's not black and gold so Maria is really just like breaking the cycle guys She's a <laughs> Honestly, woman. I feel like this is my soulmate deck like mm. it's just so pretty I really deck. you guys gonna kiss yeah tell me the truth kiss and make cute little tarot babies (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness so who you been loving so there is a soap maker that um my friend well you guys know temp she was on here before she turned me on to them and i've bought some of their stuff recently and i'm super digging it it's witchy baby soaps Mm -hmm. um i love it they like all their stuff is witchy themed um witch baby soaps not witchy baby soap sorry um all their stuff is witchy themed but then they have like soaps with crystals in it they have like um bath bombs and if you know anything about me you know that i am a slut for a good bath bomb um sorry about it i love them (laughs) i love them so much i know they're bad for your like coochie if you overdo it but my coochie is fine so anyway (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna like body butters and all that It's fine. Um, but I really, really love their stuff. It all is just so good. And I love that each one has got like magical like properties and thoughts put behind them. Aww, like I they have that. a, I think it's a bath bomb that's a ga- gossip stopper. Ooh. And they've like thought about the things that they've put in it to like, you know, further that intention, etc. Mm-hmm. They have like elemental stuff. They've got, it just, just, everything it's so good they're super pretty <laughs> yes i'm super in love with it i love it love it love it love, love it um so yeah huge I fan 10 some. out of 10 oh you should go get some i know i should okay <laughs> <laughs> you've convinced me <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening today. We hope that we will see you again on Friday, June 10th for the 10th episode of season three. Um, And you can keep an eye out on our Instagrams or our Twitter or even our website for more information. You can find all of those at coffeeandcauldrons.com. And if you love the podcast, we now have merch. (laughs) If you go to any of our social medias and you go to our coffeeandcauldrons.com, dot com slash links 
you can find our links. And in yes. those links, there is <laughs> our merch. <laughs> or you can join us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your questions in our part two next time. And if yes. you're loving Coffee and Cauldrons, please take a moment to review us on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. We yes. definitely appreciate it, and we love reading your guys' reviews, and we appreciate yes. anyone who takes the time to leave them. Yes, thank you all so much who have done it, and thank you to those who will do it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll even get to hear our lovely voices for an additional 30-minute episode for being on the Patreon casting tier and up. It's just $5 a month. Join us there. Yeah, join (laughs) us. Join us. (laughs) Make it creepy. Make it a cult. Anyways. Join us. One of us. One of us. (laughs) So, again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from Out of Tired Witch on Instagram. And I'm Maria from at Maria Thara Kane on Instagram. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. One, One, two, two three, three, five, five witches! witches. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, it was. I think that was perfect. Ten out of ten. <laughs>